0: All right, so I'm uh, shooting a podcast right now. I don't know how it's going to sound. I'm dropping off my little friend and I've invited my homeboy to uh, get in on this. Um, so what we were talking about, I was actually listening to a Jimi Hendrix song and that's a, um, as the gods, and the gods made love, which can mean a couple of different things. You might hear me go dark for a second. I'm really trying to see if he's getting the emails. Hold on. Uh, so we can copy. All right, sorry about that. But yeah, the Jimi Hendrix songs and the Gods Made Love. Basically, it's like, are they making love or are they um, making the act of love? Either way. We we're talking about relationships, which is a pretty loaded and heavy topic. So many different people have, oh, sorry, kid, have so many different thoughts about it. It's really hard to gauge um, what people truly think about the topic. I'm really just buying time until he clicks in, because I don't want to get into too deep of the weeds. Alright, so I think he's in it. I'm waiting for him to click in, if he can hear me. Alright, kid. So, dropping off this baby, and we can really get into it. Chris, if you can hear me, you got to Click in or call in, I'm not sure how it, how it works. <laughs> Alright, there it goes. Oh, you can hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. So, I'm dropping off.
1: Doing a Say what's up?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Go ahead. Hey, I hear you. Okay, good. So, I just dropped I hear you. Sound like you're doing the same thing? Yep. And so man, were you man, man middle aged. <laughs> So what we were talking about is not seeking ah. external validity from anybody else. Anything you want, you have to find within.
1: Yep. Yep. Like I said, man, we have been through that on the deep end since the age and also, of like 17. 17.
0: So think about this. I just wanted to, to let you know that this name of this podcast is I'll Tell You My Name Later. So we'll keep people out of it as far as certain situations and oh yeah 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 so um yeah yeah saying so just really I just figured this out for myself that you have to find peace within yourself a mistake that a lot of people make myself included is you think that if you get the right type of girl right type of job or whatever right salary all your problems will be fixed but that's not (laughs) really that a truthful statement you know, what the, What's happening? But you know what the
1: funny part about that the What's funny it? part about that is though is that it gets you from it's a two-ended it, it hits you from both sides right around the age of 17 18 years old because at 17 18 years old something like a job that pays 12 an hour yep seems yep. like
0: it's worth blowing off college for right. hey no, no like i dollars I, 12 an hour. 25 somebody told you 25 an hour I oh, I'm done. Thought, no, dude, I thought that was my, good twenty-five
1: thousand hours. Like the U.S. Army offering me fifty thousand dollars to sign up at uh, from out of high school. You got my you got my loyalty yeah.
0: at, out of high school. But you a lot of money. But you know it's crazy. That's only a lot of other people of other other root backgrounds don't think that's a lot of money.
1: You know what? It's uh, I guess growing up. Growing up as an American teenager, I'm not sure how it is in other countries all the time, but growing up as an American teenager, dude, that's the, that's the craziest thing I saw when we were graduating was like when, uh, shortly after 9-11 happened. And I remember when I took Lamar, my friend, uh, my friend up to the, uh, Army Recruitment station. And I remember it was like, it was like going to a car dealership the way that people were actually surrounding us. And it was like, oh man, I got $10,000, $5,000 sign-on bonus, man. I was telling people all kinds of stuff, I got a heart condition. Now we don't care. <laughs> Man. But it's funny how much offering and the you know, the thing is how many of my graduating class I saw on the recruitment wall. Yeah. I was like, you guys are offering these kids like at that time and you know, we've had friends who've gone to the military who came back after boot camp with their little uh with their little check, five, ten thousand dollars. Oh man, let's go out everywhere. We used to go up you remember when we used to go out drinking with people who just got off our leave? Yeah. And it's like, man, you know, how much money? Even to us, it looked like they were balling. Some of them had cars.
0: Yeah, no, they had like a lot of them had chargers. You know, that's the running joke that you come back from the um, that you come back from the military with the charger. But the thing about it is, in comparison, like I can think of one guy. Let's get like I said, I am not gonna say names. He came back with like this little Jaguar. Remember Henry's, one uh, of our homeboys' friend. I can say Henry, Henry's friend. He came back with the uh this like cougar. That's what it was called, a cougar. And he was working at Fame oh, yeah. Yeah, You know who I'm talking about, the boy Jay. I'm not going to say his whole name, but he had a really... Yeah, yeah. That was a dope car because it was so clean because no one else... Me and my other buddy, Prince, uh, he had a great, a really dope car uh coming out of the military. It seems like they would do really well, but I'm not going to get into this because this is a very loaded topic, but a lot of friends that I have, personal yeah. friends that come back from the military come back with some kind of problems in a mental fashion. And it hurts to see, especially when it's well, that you've known for... Some and time. that goes back to...
1: And that goes back to what we were talking about beforehand.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, people going off to the military, the, the topic of conversation, losing yourself in shit. The problem is the same thing with relationships, and you and I have been through it with relationships. Mm. After you spend so many years fresh out of high school doing something that's not necessarily your plan or chasing something that's not necessarily your dreams in life, At the end of those four or five years, what happens is you come out on the other side. When a lot of our friends were getting released from the military, not knowing who the fuck you are, four years has passed by. You have no idea where
0: you're at. What are you doing, crazy driver? No, you really don't. You know what's (laughs) great? Now that I'm thinking about it, because I've done a lot of soul searching, more soul searching in the last year than I've ever done within my ever right. And I realized that this whole time, um, I was chasing. I was just chasing the wrong thing. And I couldn't understand why I was so ha- unhappy. The emotions of other people are fickle. They change in a whim. You never know what you're going to get. You can't sit there and depend on other people. I know it sounds really corny. For your own validity, you literally have to find it within yourself. It's really, really the truth.
1: You know what it, is? You know what it was like for me? And uh, It wasn't necessarily chasing money. For me, it was chasing relationships. Uh, yeah. it was the equivalent of like a cat chasing a laser light and forgetting to eat because he's chasing that light for so long that he's forgotten to eat for days and it's like what have I been doing all this time oh yeah chasing this light gotta chase the light like, man, you gotta eat gotta eat and that's literally relationships was my what was my kryptonite growing up <laughs> it's like cause I, and I didn't realize that the sad part is I didn't realize that until I was well into my early 30s 30 28, 30 is the first time I looked back and I was like man I've been in relationships the last 10 plus years. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I, when it gets, when it boils down to it, yeah, I am happy in a relationship. I'm a little sad sack of whatever when it cuts down deep, deep down inside, you know, underneath all the asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing about it is I realized when I got closer to 30 for the first time after, after my, me and my ex split up that I had no idea who I was as an individual. Mm-hmm. It's like getting out of the army. I was in serious relationships. Spanning 12, 13 years. That, since we were 17 and we moved out, moved out with stepkids and kids and started up families at the age of 18, which was crazy.
0: Crazy as <laughs> fuck
1: looking back. Yeah Dude, from 18 all the way to my divorce around 32, 30, 32 I think I went, 32. Uh, from that whole span, that's 14 years. For 14 years, I was focused on myself being in a relationship. The problem I ran into was, and it's just like the Army said, after those four years, after those 14 years, when finally I got to a point where I was like, I'm not so sure I want to jump back into a relationship. I had, for the last four years, I've been sitting here reflecting on myself, and the one thing I realized immediately was, I have no idea who I am outside of being in those relationships.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I don't know. Once you built yourself up on this idea of what you think you're supposed to be, whatever this character is you created, and if that identity is stripped from you, it is the most lost, strange feeling in the entire world. Because, like, for me, I man, forget- that that kind of hit me with the loss of my dad. I Because I've always had... It was the first time in my life that every decision I made from here on out was going to be mine and mine alone. Because as much as I love my dad... I always use him as a buffer when I need to make a tough decision. I would always go to him to lose that guide, and all of a sudden, like, nope, you're it. You're the alpha and the omega of all your decisions. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I, and honestly, in relationships, that's one of the things I did in relationships. I clung so much when I was younger. At least I clung so much to that other person and building a life with this other person which i mean in retrospect isn't a bad thing when you do it the correct way and you don't rush in it right but i i've focused so much on building that relationship and everything like that and this isn't like one long relationship this is three long relationships over the span of 14 years uh and building all that focusing so much on that when i finally got to the point when i got divorced four years ago Mm -hmm. it got to a point where i was sitting there and i had my apartment and I, I was sitting there, and I was like, I started questioning what I actually wanted. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. Because I honestly, by myself, I had not figured out what made me happy, yeah. which is why I always tell my friends when they get out of serious relationships, I always tell people, like, man, take a second before you jump. The worst thing people do is boomerang or jump back into relationships. Trust me, I've done it. I've done it for 14 years. It might have been a couple of weeks, couple of months maybe even one year but eventually i would jump back into a relationship without ever actually fixing the underlying problem which was me
0: <laughs> what do you think made you I mean, what made you think you're some made what do you think made you somebody that gets into relationship after relationship do you think anything growing up caused you
1: <laughs>
0: you know what i possibly <laughs> okay. i mean as,
1: as, as much as emotions as i as i bottle up it could be a long list of things, uh, you know, old daddy issues, never dealt with. I, it could be anything. Yeah. Uh, that's a question for a therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I don't know, but me, you know what, honestly, like I said, deep down. I've always liked the thought of family. I always thought, liked the thought of a happy relationship. My mistake going into this is not figuring things out for myself is I never really knew what it took to, keep, to make a relationship work. I never knew my place or my position mm-hmm. in that. Like I never really knew what position I should be playing. Because like I said, we jumped into it when we were 18. I was an ignorant teenager trying to make life decisions like an adult who had experience, with no experience, mm-hmm. with no idea. And the thing is, a lot of that experience, I should have picked up before I jumped my dumb ass into a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of it is like, and don't get me wrong, in a, in a fictitious world, or the or the world as it should be, people should get married and people should get married to one person you should you shouldn't be intimate with multiple people because we both know that screws up your train of thought very, especially for a teenage boy it skews the fuck out of your train of thought I confuse hormones with emotions all the time into <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and my early 20's I confuse hormones with emotion I love her you sure you just don't love the sex no 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 this is real but you know it's, this really, is it.
0: it's really interesting man because marriage is actually a beautiful great thing um, and it's sometimes I can see both sides of it because marrying relatively young. I wasn't young, but we met around I was 25 and I think we got married when I was early 30s. Uh, It's really interesting to grow with somebody to watch that development happen. That is a beautiful like it's a really interesting thing because the longer that you're out in the dating world, I don't know what age it happens. It generally happens after everybody's first marriage ends around that age of 28. Shit gets fucked up. People get all this baggage, Dude, and, shit, what happens? and it just turns into a clown train. It's just nuts yeah. out there, Dude, man. Train. Everybody has so many emotional scars that nobody wants to admit to. Everybody keeps saying that they're fine and they, you with know, it. But it ain't true. We're all fucked up. Well, and that, and that's the funny part
1: about it is nobody. The, a big problem is this goes back to the whole getting to know yourself everybody has some type of scars we've yeah, learned it through yeah. years of being in and out of relationships and knowing different people everybody has scars the worst thing you can do is lean on your scars yeah well i'm this way for a reason this happened i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. but you're you're clinging on to that negative and the problem is it goes back like i say it keeps going back to the thing you never figured anything, any of this stuff out for yourself you spent so much time trying to figure it out with other people or grow it with know other what? people and you never you know, actually took too, the time like, to how
0: much energy Especially when you're heartbroken or going through something, how much time and energy, mental energy, do you spend trying to figure out the problem? At least eighty percent of your time, you're sitting there just thinking, like, man, maybe if I done this or this or any of those things, you know what I'm saying? So you don't, you can never focus on fixing yourself or obtaining higher self because you're so fixated on that. You know what I'm saying? I used to tell my ex, (laughs) yeah, yeah. What's up, fam? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I'm just getting an oil change. Oil we'll change already? We'll change.